from here in the Holy Land. Welcome to the Nourish Your Biblical Roots podcast. I'm your host, Yael Eckstein, President and CEO of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Each week, we'll explore the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and nourish those roots with inspirational insights and ancient teachings that are so relevant to our lives today. Let's get started. You might not be aware of it, but right now we are in the middle of a special time period, one that was first established in the Bible. The weeks between Passover and the Festival of Weeks have been a sacred time ever since the first Passover over 3,500 years ago. Throughout the millennia, the Jewish people have always marked these seven weeks, and in modern time, this period has become even more significant. On today's episode, I'm going to explain the historical and spiritual significance of these seven weeks. We will also study the scriptures that speak about this unique time and gain some insights that can be applied to how we live our lives today and all year round. The Bible tells us specifically to count these days, but we are going to see how this biblical commandment contains the secret to making every day count. As always, the Bible verses that we will study today come from the Torah portion, the Parsha, that is read and studied this week by Jews around the world. This week's Parsha is called Emor, and it covers Leviticus chapters 21 through 24 and goes through the appointed festivals of the year. So today we are going to focus on Leviticus chapter 23 verses 15 to 16, and I'm going to read them to you. From the day after the Sabbath, the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, count off seven full weeks, count off 50 days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath, and then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. These verses appear in the Bible in the section following the commandment to observe the Passover. When the verse tells us to count seven weeks from the day after the Sabbath, It's referring to the day after Passover. In temple times, the sheaf offering that we just spoke about in verse 15 was brought exactly on this day. And then the new grain offering was brought exactly 50 days later and the day following the festival of weeks. This verse directs us to count the 50 days. That's where we get it from, which spans seven weeks exactly between Passover and the festival of weeks. So now in Hebrew, the sheaf offering that marks the beginning of the counting is called the Omer. So these 50 days, we call it Svirat HaOmer, which literally means counting the Omer. The Jewish sages explain that the origin of this counting actually goes back to the very first Passover. Right after the Israelites were saved from Egypt, Moses informed them that they would be receiving the word of God seven weeks later. Now, just imagine that. 
Imagine getting that news. You would be so excited. And, of course, the Israelites were so excited. They were so excited to receive the Bible that they counted the 50 days until the day of revelation arrived. Every day, marking it off from their calendar, one day closer to when they would receive the word of the Lord. The day that God gave the Israelites the Bible, or the Torah, is the same day that he later designated as the Festival of Weeks. Remember this point, because later on in the podcast, we will bring it all together. In the verses that we're studying today, God commanded the nation of Israel to count the 50 days between Passover and the Festival of Weeks every year. So just like the Israelites got word from Moses that in 50 days they would be getting the Torah and they started excitedly counting? Well, what God said is, don't let that stop after you receive the Bible. Every single year during this time period, 50 days before the festival of weeks, I want you to start counting just like the Israelites did. Now, check this out. Pentecost the Christian holiday, which is connected to the Festival of Weeks, literally means, you guessed it, 50 in Greek, referring to the counting of these 50 days. And so this is something that the Jewish people do even today. Every year, Svirata Omer, as we told you it's called, the counting of the Omer, is a really exciting time in our house. Now, starting on the second night of Passover, we gather together as a family before bedtime, and we do a little bit of singing, we do a little bit of prayer. Together, we open up our hearts to be counting the Omer together, and we say, as a family... We stand up in respect, we close our eyes in worship, and we say with all of our hearts, just like the Israelites did thousands of years ago, today is the first day of the Omer. Then the next day, we do the same thing. We stand up and we open up our hearts and in worship and praise, we say, today is the second day of the Omer, and so on. And my kids know that what we're counting up to is to the 50th day of the Omer, when we got the Torah. But during these weeks, it's not only the Omer leading up to the giving of the Torah that we're counting. What I've realized is that this happens to correlate exactly with the days that my kids are also counting until summer. By the time April arrives, my kids begin to count the days until school is over and they have summer break. As every Israeli parent and child knows, in Israel, after Passover, the school year is basically over. Not just because summer is around the corner, but also because almost every week is punctuated with days off from school due to holidays and commemorative days, both biblical and modern. This time period marks the highest highs and the lowest lows of the Jewish people. It's kind of an emotional roller coaster, but it really connects us deep to our faith. It's a wonderful and emotional time of year that can only be fully experienced in Israel, where these days are officially observed by the entire country, where the Bible and the story of the Jewish people comes alive. 
Every year during this time, I am so grateful to be living here so that I can experience these special days among my people and sometimes with the very people that experience the events that these days are commemorating. So let's go through it. The journey begins with Passover, which commemorates the seminal event in Jewish history when God took us out of Egypt and the nation of Israel was born. A week after Passover, we mark the somber day of Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, a day that commemorates the worst catastrophe in Jewish history. On this day, a siren is sounded throughout the entire country, and everyone stops for a moment of silence. The next week, we observe Israel's Memorial Day, Yom HaZikaron, with tears in our eyes and another countrywide siren and moment of silence. The very next day, we celebrate Israel's Independence Day, Yom Ha'atzma'ut, which is one of the most exciting days on the calendar with fireworks and festivities. After that comes a holiday called Lagba Omer, which marks the 33rd day of counting the Omer and is a day that celebrates the end of a plague that once claimed 24,000 Jewish Bible scholars in the Holy Land. Then two weeks later, we get ready to celebrate Shavuot, the festival of weeks. And after the festival of weeks, the school year really winds down because summer vacation begins. This crazy but wonderful schedule has made the time period of counting the Omer even more meaningful in our lives. And it is also the reason why counting the days until summer coincides with counting the days of the Omer. However, there's one really big difference that I've identified in counting the Omer and counting the days until summer. What I see is that my children count down the days until summer, but the Jewish people count up the days until the festival of weeks, starting with day number one and ending with day number 50. The Jewish sages explained that when we count down the days to an anticipated event, it increases our value of the coming day, but it decreases the value of all the days in between. If day 10 is just a day that I have to make it through in order to get to day 25, then I've robbed day 10 of all of its intrinsic value. How many days do we waste by mistaking them for mere stepping stones towards another day without appreciating the blessing of that very day? When we count down the days to an anticipated event, we can mistakenly relate to those days as obstacles in our way, something we just want to get through, not to make meaningful. But the truth is that each day is a priceless gift. This is why we count up towards the festival of weeks. We start at day one and we count up to day 50. It expresses our excitement for the special day without diminishing the days that lead up to it. In fact, these 50 days are considered especially important days. Remember when I told you to keep in mind that the festival of weeks takes place on the anniversary of God's revelation on Mount Sinai? Well, when the Israelites first counted these days, they were days of excitement and also days of preparation. They were spiritually preparing themselves, cleansing themselves, so that they would be ready and worthy to receive the word of God. 
Since that time, the 50 days leading up to the Festival of Weeks, the anniversary of God's revelation, have been designated as a time to work on ourselves spiritually and to improve our character each day. Every day that we count the Omer, we should remember that we want to improve ourselves. And so when we come back the next day to count, we should see how much we've grown. Instead of seeing the days leading up to the festival of weeks as mere stepping stones, we transform them into building blocks, building ourselves up a little bit more each day. By the time we get to 50, we stand taller and stronger than we ever have before. By counting up the days, we make every day count. This message about making the most of every day is one that we need to extend our lives all year round. Sometimes we focus on a vacation that's coming up or an upcoming birthday or the start of summer or the end of summer. We can get so caught up in a future event that we miss out on the days that we are living right now. The message of the 50 days of counting up is that we should anticipate joyful events in the future, but not at the expense of the present moment. Rather, we should celebrate each day and make the most of it. The reality is that every day is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we will never get back. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, a famous 18th century rabbi, expressed this idea so powerfully. He said, In this world, a person has only the very day and the very moment in which he finds himself. Because what he's saying, in other words, is that today is an entire world unto itself. Tomorrow it will be gone, and another one will take its place. The fact that it doesn't last should inspire us to make the most of it while it is here. I had a wake-up call like this very recently. I had to travel down to Israel's most southern city, Eilat, which sits on a beautiful and biblical Red Sea where the Bible comes alive mixed with the modern, beautiful Israel. So I decided to take my family with me so that we could enjoy the city together and make some good memories. Now, we've been doing this for years because it's an annual trip that I have to take for work for a lot. And so every year we sit and we have such a good time. At night when I get back from work, the family sits around the pool and we have dinner and we go together to breakfast. And it's so special to have that family time. And in my head, I realized that this is a given. I enjoy our family time on our annual trips to Eilat. But this time, as I was sitting around with my family, with my kids, with my husband, and we were laughing and we were playing card games and we were having such a good time together, suddenly it hit me that in just four short years, my eldest daughter, my baby, Mayora, who is finishing high school in four years and will have to go to the Israeli army, that's it. She's not going to be part of our annual family trips. And two years later, Liam, my secondborn, will follow her to the army. In Israel, army service is mandatory or some kind of national service in order to give back to the country. So when every kid finishes high school for the next three years, he is dedicating his time 
to the service of the country. And from the time that Mayora was born, I knew that this day would come. But when our children are small, it feels like they'll be that way forever. Do you know what I mean? Even when they start getting older, it's hard to believe that they're really going to be gone one day from my house, 24 hours under my roof where I could feed them and take care of them and put them to sleep and wake up with them. Somehow, it just feels like this is going to last forever. Do you know what I mean? We look forward, on one hand, when our children will be old enough to feed themselves when they're babies without making a mess on their clothing or on the kitchen floor or all over their face. And we anticipate the day where they're going to be more independent and we'll have a few minutes to ourselves again. But somehow that stage can seem like a lifetime away until one day we realize our children are just about full grown. I don't have any more babies making a mess on the floor of my kitchen. I don't have any more babies with food all over their face. That's gone. That stage is over. And that night in a lot was a wake-up call for me that this stage that I'm in now will be over again. Because every day, just like Rabbi Nachman said, is a new world. It reminded me that I need to make the most of every day, every second that I have with Mayora and all of my children because it won't last forever. And as the beautiful saying goes, the days are long, but the years are short. Every day of our lives hold unique blessings, but it is up to us to recognize them and make the most of them. What are the blessings in your life right now? Who are the people that you are blessed to have in your life right now? What talents and resources are available to you at this stage in your life? What blessings can you enjoy today? Maybe the weather is nice outside. Maybe you have a beautiful view from your home. Maybe you have something delicious to eat and drink. What God wants us to see is that every second is a gift and to simply open our eyes to them. Because God showers us with blessings every day and what he wants is for us to enjoy them, not to just wait for them to pass, not to take them as a given, not to count down until the next stage, but to count up. As we read in Psalms 118.24, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Or in Hebrew, in addition to the blessings that we receive each day, there are also unique opportunities each day. Opportunities to connect with God, to help people, and to work on our character. Just as there is a purpose to every life, there is a purpose to every day. But it's up to us to fulfill it. What is God calling you to do today? What has he laid on your heart? What challenges are you called to overcome? Who has God asked you to help? How can you improve yourself today, even if just a little bit? A great life isn't created overnight. It's the sum of small steps taken each day towards becoming the best version of ourselves. If we make the most of each day, then one day we will look back on a life full of meaning, of joy, and of contribution. A life that we can be proud of. The more we understand and appreciate how precious each day is, the more we will use our time wisely. 
We need to pray like King David did in Psalms 90:11. Teach us, Lord, to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Let's apply the lessons that we learned today by approaching each day this week with a fresh perspective. That's how we can live with the biblical times. Consider each day's blessings and opportunities and then make the most of them. Shavuot tov, my friends. Have a wonderful week from here in the Holy Land. Thank you for listening to the Nourish Your Biblical Roots podcast. If you like what you have heard, visit me at mybiblicalroots.org for more of my teachings, videos, blogs, and books. You can also follow me on Instagram at yael underscore Eckstein or on Facebook at yael Eckstein. Shalom and see you next week.